Okay, good morning, everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Brukham Abba. Actually, we're learning, uh, today we're learning Hilchot Kriyishma, which is very, very relevant to, um, it's like in Yana Diyayma. So you say, what? How is it like in Yana Diyayma? Because when you say Shema, it heats you up. And it's extremely cold today in New York. It's like one of the coldest days. You say, what? How does saying Shema heat you up? The Gemara says, anyone who's medaktik with Krishma, mitzanin loy gehenim. Anyone who's medaktik in Krishma, they cool off gehenim. Why? It's midah kinegah midah. When you're medaktik to say the words carefully, it heats you up. So Hashem wants us, he knew today was going to be a cold day. So today we're learning about how to be medaktik in Krishma. So they came to the Satma Rebbe, and they said, Satma Rebbe, but your Hasidim, they're not saying Malel, Malra, but, but how are they going to cool off gehenim? So Sam Rebbe says, I try to make sure my, my Hasidim don't don't go there in the first place. But um so now we're learning about the Dikdukim and uh we're in Sif Aleph. We learned that that every time an Aleph follows a mem, you have to interrupt between them. Like Vilimaratem Oisam, Ksharatem Oisam, Vasam Tem S, or Isam Oisai, Uzakaratem S, Sistem S, that it should not appear like Moisam or Mens. Says the Mishnah Brosim Katlamadan. Hikari Moisam. El Yarava Hivi Bishem Shlad, Dwadim Machol Aleph Shachar Mem Sarklahamsim. The El Yarava brings the name of Shlad every Aleph after Mem you have to be Mapsim. The truth is, I'm not sure what the Mishnah Brosim is adding. The Machabra said that. The Machabra says, every Aleph after Mem you have to interrupt. And he's giving examples. Vilimadatem Kegoim. Vilimadatem. So that means there are other examples. Okay, so Elio Rabbah just bringing, what are the other examples? So it shouldn't sound like um, I guess the Kiddush of the, of the Mishabura is the examples of the Makaber are where a Mem proceeds in Aleph and the Aleph is followed by a Sum. So it sounds like Moistam or Mace. But maybe you think if it's not followed by a Sum and it doesn't sound like Moistam or Mace, it's not an issue. No, it's always an issue. You don't want it to sound like Elohim Acherim, Eneichem Asher, Zoinim Acharehem, Eloikechem Asher, Leloikechem Ani. Every word that begins with an Aleph, and it's possible that you will not enunciate it clearly. It needs a Hefzik. Devarai Elan. Vayoimer Hashem El. Daber El. Mitzvois Hashem. Asher Atem. Actually, Mitzvois Hashem, there's no Aleph there, but I guess the Yud also could be swallowed. Not all the. There's, there, not all of the above-mentioned examples does the word start with an Aleph. Well, sometimes it starts with a Yud. 
But either way, whenever a word starts seemingly with a vowel, you should be careful to pronounce the vowel. I don't know why he brings in Ashar Hashem or the Shem Adnus. He's referring to Adoy. Adoy. Aleph. Aleph. Oh, good point. I mean, we pronounce it as an Aleph. Okay, thank you. You're right. V'chol kahai or any similar situation. Gam kol yud, Also, any word that begins with a yud, you have to enunciate it clearly. So it doesn't sound like a, a continuum of the earlier word. Going pen yifteh, otherwise a pen yif, it sounds like one long word. Or lo pen yifteh, pen yifteh. Some type of uh, way to put away a penny. So you don't want it to sound like that. You don't want it to sound like So you want to give each letter its appropriate attention. Okay. This is not specific to Kriyashma. Even in Pstuke de Zimra, you have to be careful to enunciate every Aleph and every Yud. And in Shemona Esrei. So you say, if I'm Cain, then my 30-minute chakras is not going to cut it. Well, you live and learn. It's about time you learn that it is impossible to daven properly in that amount of time. Of course it's not. There's not enough time to actually say the words correctly. Now, if you're just going to shul to pay homage to the ancient custom of the Hebrews, who used to pray. So, you know, you could say, my ancestors used to pray, and I'm commemorating their custom. Okay, then you could do it in 30 minutes. Otherwise, not really possible. If you're about Kairin, or you're learning, you should also be careful to say the words correctly. So now the Mishnah is bothered by Akasha. Why does the Gemara specifically tell us this about Kriyashima? Why doesn't the Gemara talk about all Tefillah? So it seems like everybody says Shema. Not everybody says the other Tefillah. But this is something that's more universal. And it's more important because it has Yifa Shemaim. So the Gemara speaks about it. But not because you don't have to when it comes to other parts of Davening. Okay. So, I would have assumed the reason is because it's Daraisa. Oh, yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Yeager said, well, maybe the reason why the Gemara only tells us about that is because it's the only thing you have to actually say biblically. And everything else, Yutaka don't have to be medactic. How does Mishnah know that this is the reason? Now, where does the Chafez come from? It comes from Sefer Hayira. Think Sefer Yer is Rabbeinu Yoyna. Yeah. Sefer Yer is Rabbeinu Yoyna. Seemingly, you know, Rabbeinu Yoyna is telling us that Doin um, Mine, that the Gemara is not, does not mean only because Kriyashma is Doi Raisa. Because Lachaira, either you read the words or you don't read the words. You know, either you get. 
if it's mid yaitza, so maybe mid you don't have to be mid Again, we're according to the way the Mishabura is reading this Mahadar, there is no difference between Krishna and Sukhid Zimra. You have to be careful. I mean, I, right, in other words, Pashdos, I would have said, like Rabbi Yeager, that this is a Zahirus, and this Zahirus is is spoken about by Krishna, because since Krishna is Dairaisa, it's more vital to have this Zahirus. Sukhid Zimra is not Dairaisa, so therefore, perhaps, you don't have to be Zahir. But the Mishabura learns not like that. Mishabura says you must be Zahir, even in Sukhid Zimra. You have to be careful to pause between Mems and Alephs. Now, by the way, the Mishaburah said, you don't have to actually pause. There's no stopping. You don't have to say, um, No, you don't have to be mafsik. Mishaburah even already said by Bechal Levavcha. Oh, actually, uh, I, I, I correct myself. By Bechal Levavcha, Al Levavchem, you don't have to be mafsik. You just have to read it in a way that you would hear clearly to Lamed. By Mem and Aleph, the Mechabra says, you do need to be Mastic. So you do pause. And according to this Mechabra, you need to do likewise. If a letter has a dogish in it, it has to be enunciated. If it does not, then it should not be pronounced with a dagish. You should not make a shva na when it's a shva na, or you should not make a shva na when it's a shva na. So you say, huh? I don't even know what that is. Hmm. Okay. So sometimes you'll notice, like the word Yisrael, there's a shva under the sin. And it's sort of silent. We don't pronounce it. it we, say, we don't say Yisra'el. We say Yisra'el. That's called the Shva Nach. The Shva Res. It's not pronounced. But there are other words like Bereshis, where we don't say Bereshis. We say Bereshis, where we pronounce the Shva. So when do you pronounce it? When do you do, when do you not? Well, one easy way to do it is you pronounce it when in the art scroll siddur, there's a line over the shva, then you pronounce it. When there's not a line over the shva, then uh, you don't pronounce it. But it's not, uh, there are basically five rules of shva na, shva na. The five rules are that if it's the first shva of a word, it is enunciated. If it's the second shva, that's aleph. Bez, when you have two shvas back to back, you pronounce it. Gimel, if it is preceded by a tenua gedoyla. Gimel, gedoyla. It's preceded by a tenua gedoyla. Then it's a shvana. A tenua gedoyla are pituche chaisam. Now, now you really have to go back into the deep recesses. Pituche chaisam is a chirik male, a shuruk, a, a seire, a chaylam, and a kamatz gada. Okay? Are all tenuas gedoylas. Dalet. If the shva, if there's a dugesh in the letter, there are six letters that could have a dugesh. They're called beget kefes, a bez, a gimel, a dalet, a kaf, a pe, a kaf. These six letters could have a dugesh. If they have a dugesh in it, and there's a shva under the word, it's a shva na. And the next one is, if it's preceded by 
a special kind of hay. I believe the hay hayamina. That's hay. Those are the five rules in general of shvana. Aleph base gimel dalane. Aleph first syllable base two in a row. Gimel. That's the only reason you got it for her. Um, gimel tenua gedayla dalid with a dagish and hey a hey hayidia. So you say that's too hard. No problem. So you'll only be yotze with the other. But if you want to be yotze with hafila, then uh, you should learn this. Okay. Um, says now. By the way, this is what not. This is not only shema. This is psuke de zimra as well. And this is whenever you learn, you should pronounce the words correctly. Says the Mishnah Burahana, Shva Hanechtepes Nikres Nach. A Shva, which is Chapt, which is sort of silent, is called Nach. It rests. We're going to Soif Teva. Teva We're in the middle of a word that comes after the Tukran. Ushva Nod Nikra Hamnesnai Aans. Shva Nod is one that travels. We're going to Teva, the beginning of a word. Teva. We're in the middle of the world. Haba Akar. A chiruk that has a yud in it is called a tenua gedayla. Here's a beautiful example. The first chiruk is a chiruk male. It's followed by a yud. Therefore, you have to say e e. I don't know what people have against the E sound. You, uh, people, everybody says, Ashira Lashem. Nobody says, Ki Gamalalai. Ki. People don't have a problem with the word Ki or Mi Vami Hafalsef. But when it comes to thanking Hashem, people say, Moidim. There is no word in the Hebrew language, Moidim. The word is Moidim. And don't say nobody's Makbid. Tamidi Chachamim are Makbid. Rav Moshe Feinstein was Makbid to say, Moidim. Al Yidei, not Chupa, Chupa. And not Kidushin, Kidushin. It's a Chirik Malay. So you say, what's the difference? You're right. There's no difference. The only difference is one is right and one is wrong. What difference does it make if, let's say, you want to call me on the phone and you dial 917-56, what's my number, 716, or you dial 927? What's the difference? I had, I'm a good guy, I have a good heart, and I want to do the right thing. That's very nice, pal, but you're not going to get through to me if you don't dial the right number. So when you say the words in Shemana Esrei, if the Chirik has a Yud, you better sound the, you better make the E sound. Okay, that's all. So you say nobody does it. I can't, I can't tell you, I can't speak for anybody. I can just tell you what the right thing is. It's Moidim Anachmila. Velam al Shinim al Yeah? Alrighty, we're gonna hold it over here. How many how many bombshells can we drop in one day, and uh, we'll pick it up tomorrow? Okay. Yeah, we heard there's a minute, there's a shul across the street that Menhogech Sam Soifer. Yeah. And by Purim, when they lay, when it says by Yehudim, when the two yids, they he lays it twice by Yehudim by Yehudim. Uh huh. You heard this? It's to be mechaper for the people who are not saying the E sound the rest of the year. They want to make sure they give no, it. I don't know. I don't know. This is a menhugach some sure. Uh-huh.